This is so wizarding. Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, guys? It is time for episode number 473 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. How have we lasted nine years? <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Is it too late to say that I don't want to do a podcast, or do I still have time to back out of this? It is way too late. Damn it. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to celebrate nine years of the So Wizard Podcast by counting down our top five movies that we've reviewed over the whole lifetime of this damn show. Before we get into all of that, it's been nine years, guys. Nine years of this podcast. Aubrey, how are you feeling today? Tired. I'm sick. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I feel like it's surreal that it's been nine years. Pod before life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Markellis Reagans, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, if you had told me, you know, nine years ago that we'd still be doing a show, I'd be like, man, I can't wait for flying cars and, uh, freaking holodecks and all of that futuristic stuff because there's no way this is happening for nine years but yet no nope. we are no nope. nope. you just get to go to the movies 45 times a year no flying cars <laughs> so basically my life is pretty much the same as it was nine years ago yes exactly how are you doing joey oh my god i am i'm doing okay you know things are uh are doing okay and we're uh you know just wow nine years man crazy 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 there's really not much I can really say about nine years of this shit, huh? <laughs> but you know what? Enough about us. Why don't we just talk a little bit more about us? Mark Ellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more. So is your podcast. All right. Everybody, you can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent Soul Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find Soul Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page for as little as a dollar a month you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. A podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? All right, guys, let's talk a little bit more about nine years of this damn show. Um, you know, August 
2014 is when this started. We have not missed a single week since then. So this has been a weekly podcast every single goddamn week for nine years. Mark Ellis, how you feeling? <laughs> Anything you'd like to say? Uh, I am amazed that podcasting is is a thing now. You know what I mean? Like nine years ago, it seemed like it was it was just like this l- weird little niche off to the side. You know, I, I think we only knew, at least I only knew like two people that did a podcast. Um, and I only listened to maybe about two other ones. So it wasn't really a big deal. But now, the year of our Lord, 2023, making a podcast is like as easy as pie. Like there's companies and, and apps and everything that's like specifically designed so that everyone can make a podcast. So it, it it's weird to see that something that we kind of, we've been doing as, you know, like, like prehistoric times, it's weird to see it kind of evolve and get to where it is right now. But yeah, it, it's nice. I'm glad that there's still an audience for this ridiculous show that we put together each week. All right. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, nine years, nine years on this podcast. How you feeling? Uh, it's it's really surreal. I've been doing this podcast since Noah was a baby. Um, so it, it's kind of like watching him grow up and doing the podcast at the same time. It, you know, he, he's turning 10 in November. So I literally was doing this podcast when he was a baby and it's just, it, it seems like really crazy that we've been doing this for so long. It doesn't feel like it. Sometimes it does, but <laughs> today <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Like we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, just doing the math, uh, 19.57% of my life, I have been a podcaster. (laughs) Congratulations. That pod before life. Um, You know, and like Mark said, in 2014, I'm assuming it was widespread, maybe not as much as it is now. I had a iPod that had one gigabyte on it. So I could download a podcast and listen to it. And I would have to come home and take it off of the iPod. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and we had a couple friends that did podcasts. So, you know, there was Jeff with the Geek League of America podcast and Matt Mann and Brian who did Secret Identity. And those were the two people I knew. And I think to me, it was always something that was a lot of effort. Like there was just a lot involved to do it. So it's not something I was ever like, oh, we could do that. Because to me, it was just like, I don't know how to do that. It seems really complicated. Uh, We wouldn't be able to do that. And it was never even an inkling to do it. And then Jeff had myself and our former host, Tom, on the Geek League show a few times. And just from talking to him, we were kind of like, well, it's not that hard to do it. You just kind of have to teach yourself how to edit and the different programs you use. We could do this. And we were just like, we could do this. And it just kind of went from there. <laughs> and then Tom decided we were never taking a week off. And then he quit <laughs> the podcast. Um, and now he gets every week off and we have to go to the movies 46 times a year. So, you know, it works out. But I think um, on one level, people don't realize how much work this is at all. <laughs> I don't think people understand like the level of coordination we have to do to accommodate everybody's schedules to get to the movies all that kind of stuff we talk about it sometimes on the show but uh sometimes it's wild sometimes a little wild but we always get it done we always get it done and it it does amaze me like you guys said that people listen especially in the early days i was really shocked that anyone would listen now i know people listen because i pay attention to the numbers but um, even to this day, like it, it's crazy to me that people listen to this and they listen all over the globe, um, Australia, South Korea, Myanmar, big ups to Myanmar, of course, um, you know, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Denmark, Great Britain, Canada, all across the United States, Mexico. Like on what planet does anyone that live in Denmark give two flying fucks what we thought about a movie? <laughs> They, they only care about what Aubrey's reaction is going to be. That's that's really what it is. That is Aubrey brings ratings. You know? exactly. Aubrey equals ratings. Oh, I don't and think I'm, so. I'm not saying that to degenerate anyone that, that listens to the show. It's just as the person making the show to me, sometimes it's like it's humbling and like what? Like anyone would care about listening to the show, but obviously people do. And we one we appreciate every single person 
that <laughs> listens to this show and the things that we've been able to do because of it to me are crazy. Like some of the interviews we've gotten, we got to go to different comic cons as press um, to interact with celebrities, get screeners for things like, when we started this podcast, like streaming services, like I don't know if they didn't exist, but they certainly didn't exist like they exist now. Like, no. so to have like Screenbox give us fucking movies to watch and it has my name across the screen while I'm watching it, to me, that's like, I, it seems like another life. Like, this someone else's life that I'm watching. I don't understand. But man, it's, it's crazy. And I would be here for hours and I would still miss people to shout out. So I'm just not going to shout anybody out. If you <laughs> are listening to this, you know that we love you. If you're a listener, if you're a fellow podcaster, you're a friend of the show, you're a former guest. We love you. We appreciate anything you do for us. And it lets us keep doing this, which is to me insanity and, and my hobby. And it's fun. It's what I love to do. So thank you for nine years of this absolute insanity. <laughs> I'm not going to give anyone a shout out because I'm going to miss somebody and I'll feel bad later on. And I don't want to have to make Mark go in and, and edit and have me be like, Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shout out to everybody, man. We love you guys, but we got to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. And this week we're going to count down the top five movies, each person, each person personally uh, for us that we reviewed on the show. And before that, we've got some listener questions. Put out the call. I got some questions. First one came across on Instagram. Jeremiah says, Pod Before Life is really funny, but it seems like it came out of nowhere on the show. What is the story behind this meme? <laughs> that was a great question, Joey. <laughs> Come on, Aubrey, you can explain this. I missed the question. <laughs> Aubrey I was disassociated. <laughs> Aubrey was asleep. I'm, uh, I'm they, sick, so <laughs> no, it's okay. They wanted to, Jeremiah wanted to know the uh, story behind Pod Before Life. Oh yeah, um, people get really angry at us for not taking weeks off. <laughs> it's it's really weird that they care about our life that much. Um, that's part of it, but <laughs> all right. So there was a podcast that we were friends with. And all of a sudden it came out that they had posted a video where the host made a bunch of very inappropriate comments. Um, I would go so far as to say they were racist, uh, but, you know, you could feel however you want to feel about it. And I'm not going to name their name, but immediately everybody was up in arms as they should have been like, you know, and, and this person messaged me and was kind of a cunt about it. And I was like, look, like, how do you think like we feel about seeing you somebody that was, we considered a friend and somebody that we had on the fucking show saying shit like that. And I don't mean to speak for you, Mark, but you know, I was like, how do you think Mark feels with you making jokes about the N word? Right. Like, how do you, how do you really think Mark feels about that? You know, and I know you're a nice guy. So, you know, but I'm like, I'm ready to fucking throw hands. <laughs> this guy, Like, how dare you? Um, so then this person uh, immediately ended their podcast, but kept posting stuff with that. All I, all I, and I said this to him, I said, just apologize. Just say, you don't even have to make up excuses or anything. Like just fucking apologize. Just say, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm in moron, whatever. It's, ne you're, it's never going to go back to how it was, but at least people would see that, you know, you made a effort to acknowledge what you did was awful and just move forward at that point, you know, but instead they posted this long diatribe about how tired they were. And <laughs> it said that uh, they learned about putting life before pod. <laughs> And to not subscribe to that no weeks off bullshit. So immediately I'm like, that's a fucking shot at us, right? <laughs> like, that's a shot. <laughs> and it, it had nothing to do with us. Like, you're the one that posted a fucking video saying racist ass shit. So, like, I was kind of pissed off. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, our new slogan is going to be a uh, pod before life because fuck this guy. And I knew that they still listen to the show and they may even be listening right now. Uh, I know they still listen to the show at that point. So I wanted them to know that 
we acknowledge they took a shot and we laugh in your general direction about it. <laughs> and now we're going to turn your nonsense into a meme and laugh even more about it. And you can go be racist and not have a podcast or friends anymore. So that is where that came from. <laughs> and it's just funny. It's just funny. Right. It just, it's, it's just the thing, you know, it's like, like me going to the movies at 1040 at night and getting out at one 30 in the morning and being pod before life. <laughs> <laughs> or Mark working at the Big E and then coming and his other job and coming home and editing until like two in the morning. <laughs> right. It's, 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 it's a, a joke, but it's fun. Right. And you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> Pretty much, you know? All right. So our next uh, question comes from the no on 15 cast, which I have been on multiple times and we got to get him on the show uh, back. But um, I was on there and I reviewed Cyborg. John Claude Van Damme cyborg and I was on there and we talked about Jurassic Park in the year 1993 so awesome show check them out no on 15 cast uh, their question what is the closest you've come to rethinking the podcast journey or what movie almost made you quit Aubrey Independence Day 2 probably <laughs> no yeah maybe yeah yeah I, that's the only movie I've ever walked out of uh, in my entire life. Uh, that movie sucked so bad. But um, Neil Breen actually might make me rethink the podcast every every time. Every time I indulge Joey in some Neil Breen, I'm like, why the fuck do I do this to myself? <laughs> well, we we got to see his next movie, Aubrey. Cade the Tortured No, Cross no, we don't. We really don't. We don't. <laughs> Don't you want to know what happens after Twisted Pair? It's the sequel. I think I could live without without it. Okay. Pod Before Life, you're going. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ellis Riggins. You know, not to, not to copy Aubrey, but yeah, watching Neil Breen's Twisted Pair, I was like, I have made a horrible mistake in my life. <laughs> Somewhere. If a uh, if I could get a time machine and travel back in time and say, you know, maybe you don't want to do the podcast because it's going to eventually lead to this moment, I might do it. Yeah, that's it's a horrible movie, uh, and it's like a horrible slash amazing movie. But <laughs> <laughs> what sitting through it the first time the that I saw it, it was just it was it was brutal. It was brutal. So yeah, that's when I questioned the podcast, my life, what is film in general, like why am I here. Uh, that, that movie is that movie nearly broke me. Who am I? <laughs> what am I? Is that what you said? Pretty much, yeah. Did <laughs> you grab your twin and be like, I don't have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, geez. Honestly, I love doing this so much. I can't really say there's a time when I thought about not doing it. I have been worried in the last few weeks with everything going on with all of us and our personal lives that we're not going to talk about. Um, stuff going on with Adam and his personal life um, where I'm like, man, this is probably the closest the podcast has been to imploding in nine years. Yeah. But I also think that it's not because any of us are like, fuck this podcast. I ain't doing this shit anymore. Um, it's just because shit's going on. So we're not ending the podcast or anything, but I, I, I feel like that's probably the closest it's been in the last few weeks, just because of everything going on. And even then it's, it's more like, the streak it's more about like can we get together and fucking record this week can i get to the movies this week <laughs> like well, we'll figure it out so that's that's not where we're at yet at, at least um i want to say probably the worst for me was it was back-to-back -back weeks where i saw Lightyear, and then i saw jurassic world dominion and i don't know what year that was so let me check 22 was last year was it last year yeah okay so that was last year um that was probably the worst because it was just like Movies that the kids didn't want to see. So there wasn't the added oomph of going to the movies with my kids who are not really kids anymore. They were when the podcast started. They aren't anymore. Right. Um, there wasn't, I didn't really want to see them. So it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, the kids don't want to see such and such movie, but I do. So at least I'm seeing it and then we're going to do the podcast. And it was just like taking time out of my day for two weeks in a row when I could be spending time with my family to see these movies that were just fucking awful. And I could like, I, I, they were so bad. I was having like existential crisis in the theater. 
especially during Jurassic World, because that was the second week in a row of a shit movie. Like I could feel the cells in my body dying as I was watching it. And I'm like, I'm wasting my life. I'm wasting my life. That's how I felt. Right? I have wasted 19.57% of my life podcasting. So yes, that would be the uh, time for me that almost, almost got us. So thank you. No on 15 podcast uh, coming up next. We have a question from G reels. G Reels, guys, uh, host of the Back to the Blockbuster podcast, which I was on uh, fuck, two years ago now, and we talked about Scream 1. Uh, have you guys ever come close to missing a week due to unforeseen circumstances? Yeah, uh, twice, actually. Yes, probably more, twice. Probably, probably more than that, actually. Probably like three times that I can remember. I can remember Especially two. Especially so. in the beginning. At the beginning of our nine years, we definitely came close to missing more than we do now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a, a time crunch in the beginning. You know, the episode would come out that week, but it would come out like, you know, at 11.59. Right. Right. On a right. Saturday. So, yeah. so in, the, in the first year and a half, I want to say, does that sound right? Year and a half? Uh, yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Uh, our ex-co-host, Tom, was editing. And he, for whatever reason, says it's because he's a perfectionist. I'm not getting into it. I'm not disparaging Tom in any way, shape, or form. So, you know, I know Twitter is going to remove the block function. So calm down, Aussie in the palm. Um, (laughs) I'm not disparaging Tom, but like, I don't know if it was because of that or because he just didn't fucking want to. And I don't blame him. I don't want to fucking edit either. I'm sure Mark doesn't. It would just take a long time. And I'd be like, hey, you know, we recorded on Monday. It's now Thursday night. I don't have the podcast to post. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. So there were weeks where the podcast dropped on Saturday morning, Saturday night, Saturday afternoon. But we still didn't miss a week. It was still within that seven-day time frame. (laughs) Right. And and Tom is a a perfectionist. Like, when he edits the show, there's there's a lot of tweaks and cuts that are in there. Uh, that he does so I, I will give him credit for that I will also blame him for setting that example because now I have to follow it <laughs> uh, when I edit it's like the first 45 minutes of the show are like really good and then I'm like uh, that's fine Whatever. Aubrey coughed don't worry about it <laughs> but uh, the the two I can remember off the top of my head is one time Tom downloaded the show and Audacity cut it into God, I don't even know how many pieces, but it took an hour and a half long recording and cut it into a bunch of unlabeled like they were labeled, but just with gibberish. Like there was no rhyme or reason to how they were labeled by the program. It cut it into like 10,000, 9,000, like five second clips. Yeah. Somehow that motherfucker assembled that whole thing because we were just like, we'll re-record. We'll just re-record. We will, re- we will re-record the show. It might not be as good this time around because it'll be the second time, but fuck it. Nope. He wanted to do it. So, and it still came out. We did not miss a week, but he put that fucker together. I don't know how he did it to this day. Apparently there is a way to fix that if it happens again. Cause I remember if you guys, God, you guys remember dinner in a podcast. Yes. The, yeah. The, another of our friends who faded into the night, but they, uh, it happened to them and Steve found something online where you do something to the file folder and it fixes it. Oh, nice. nice. But uh, at the time we had no fucking idea. So Tom literally started, he just picked a random clip. <laughs> it was like, okay, this five seconds sounds like it goes here. And he just assembled it in audacity <laughs> from there. <laughs> so I have no idea how to that. And then there was that one week where Mark's computer imploded. Yeah, that happened twice, actually. Okay, so at least one of them I know I messaged um, Beat Him Down yep. uh, from Colt 45, another of like legitimately, it, not just in podcasting, but like one of my best friends. And like, I've never even met him in person. <laughs> and he's one of my best friends, but I met them, we met them through podcasting. I kind of beat him down, like, hey, I need a really big favor. And he's like, I knew something was serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can you record with us and record it? Because <laughs> we're fucked. We're going to miss a week. So um, that was the only two that I can remember. And that was when we were reviewed. Fuck Aubrey. It was like some kind of Jurassic World like short that came out about dinosaurs attacking a drive-in or something yeah i vaguely remember this there's yeah. been a couple like i think two or three times where we've had to ask beam down to to help us and montego i think we had montego help us yeah. sometimes too yeah so we we definitely got by with a little bit of our friends what was the third time mark 
Um, it was the time where we recorded live at Aubrey's house with the dogs. <laughs> and Noah in the cage. Noah in the cage, yeah. We weren't going to have an episode that week. Right. But we did it. I think that was a week where Tom wasn't available, so we kind of panicked and all met in my house. But then Tom oh, was available. Right. We right. wanted to re-record. We did wind up re-recording that episode, and that was like the lost episode. So we actually yeah. did it twice. Yeah, we released that lost episode as a Patreon episode. That's so it's right. out there. It's definitely <laughs> out there. It's just, uh, yeah, we, Tom said, I can't do it this week. I can't make it. It is what it is. And we're like, no, no weeks off. So we were <laughs> like, we drove to fucking Aubrey's house in Pittsfield. Me and Mark drove to fucking Aubrey's house. It was like an hour and a half away. And we recorded in person. And then I don't know if Tom got mad that we recorded without him or not, but then he's like, Oh no, I'll Probably. be fine. We can, we can record the next day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so we made it happen, but yeah, those are the three times that we've come the closest to missing. I think at this point in the show's life, nine years in, as long as it's not unexpected, you know what I mean? Like if we sat down on a Monday night to record and ev- all three of our computers exploded, like a right. mission impossible tape, there might be a problem. But, you know, if Aubrey or Mark or me or, you know, say, I just I can't fucking make it next week or, you know, on Sunday, we're supposed to record on Monday and two of two of the three of us can't make it. Um, I think we're at a point where we can still make it work. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can record. Mark can record um, me, Mark and Aubrey can all edit. So, I mean, we can make it happen. And we have lots of friends out there in the world of podcasting. I can grab on a minute's notice and be like, hey, congratulations. You're on the show this week. Get your headset. <laughs> We we also have the amazing Adam in the background, too, who's always uh, ready to jump in and help out. If he can find time to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. All right. Well, thank you, G. Moving along. Another question from another podcaster. Uh, Paul and Wayne from The Countdown. Legitimately, probably my favorite podcast. I would listen to it even if I didn't know them. But me and Mark have been on their show before. I was on again another time. I love those guys to death. Amazing people and weird. Like you have good friends that live in Australia that you've never met before, but <laughs> I was ready to write Australia off and these guys saved it. So, Oh, it's a, an extra fuck you to Aussie in the palm there. Thank Jesus. You. So, uh, this has got to be Paul. Cause I don't think Wayne runs a Twitter account, but we love Wayne anyway. And his terrible taste in movies. Um, what is the hottest take in the history of the show? According to each of you, it can be your own or from one of the other co-hosts, Mark Ellis. Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, the hottest take. I don't. I think I because I still get shit for Bloodshot. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to say that's one of them. I'm going to say that's up there. Three stars uh, for Bloodshot. <laughs> and I, I stand by that. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think that one and maybe Aubrey's. I think she gave Ant Man like one star, I think, or half a star. Like that one was like Jesus. Um, I stand by that. <laughs> And those are the only ones that I could I can that really come to the to the top of my head. Um, I think anyone that I would pick would probably be something Aubrey gave a terrible review to, and there's almost too many for me to remember. <laughs> so, you know, think of like a movie that you liked that was wasn't great, but you know, maybe like two stars, two and a half stars. Aubrey's like zero. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what comes to mind to me is um I don't even remember what the actual episode was, but it was when we were still talking about news. And we were talking about Black Panther for some reason. And Aubrey was drunk <laughs> and went on a long diatribe about Wakanda having roads. <laughs> I don't even remember. And somebody messaged us and was so fucking mad. And like, it was like 15 paragraph email about how Aubrey is a racist bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And I had to email them back. I'm like, I'm really sorry. She was really drunk. <laughs> yeah, you recorded and you were trashed, Aubrey. And I don't know what was going on, but you were really mad that they had roads in Wakanda. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember that at all. It was a it long time awful. ago. It was a long yeah. time ago. But that's definitely the hottest take. All right. Well, again, yeah. love the countdown. Love those guys. All right. A couple more. Crossover podcast. Holy crap. Those guys have been around for a long time, too. Uh, going back to the early Potter family days. My God. Um, what makes you guys so great? Nothing. We're not great. <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah, the, I don't uh, really think that we're great. I appreciate the um, 
compliment, but I don't, we don't, I don't think of myself that way at all. I don't even like saying like fans. Like somebody says, oh, I think we all have like severe imposter syndrome. Oh, horrible. I have horrible imposter syndrome and I have crushingly low self-esteem. So I don't, I don't, I never think I do a good job at anything. I always think I'm doing a bad job. I always think I'm on the cusp of you guys kicking me off the show. Um, I always think I don't do enough and I could do more. So yeah, I, I, I honestly, if it to not act like we think we're great, I think it's just, um, consistency and we're crazy. You, you have to be a little crazy to do this, especially on the schedule. We do it. Um, this is not, this is a commitment. It's not something we could say, Hey, we're going to do a movie, rev- a new release movie review podcast, 52 weeks a year <laughs> without being a little crazy and wanting to, and wanting it. You know what I mean? Like we can talk shit and be like, Oh, we don't care about reviews or listeners or downloads. Anyone that says they don't care about downloads doesn't have any fucking downloads. That's, that's the truth. Like, it, like it's easy to not care about how many downloads your podcast gets when you get three an episode but you know i care about that stuff and i work really hard on the social media and i go to the movies fucking 46 times a year and and all this stuff um because i care and i want to put the effort in so i think that's the only thing i would say like kind of separates men from the boys like they say like showing up is like 50 (laughs) percent. so we always show up (laughs) whether the the showing up is good i don't know about that but we're always there I think it also helps that we we all have our we all come at these movies and news events from very different perspectives. You know, it's nice when we all agree on stuff. But for the most part, you know, we all have our own voices. We all bring a little bit something different to the table. And I think that makes it interesting. Us agreeing on everything is like the worst episode. (laughs) No fun. No fun. We all love the same movie. It's no fun. But. I mean, and, good for the movie. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, and not not to sound like a, a schlub, but to me, it's important that we have different voices on the show. You know, Mark has a different perspective on things than I do. Aubrey has a different perspective on things than, than the two of us do. That's important because does the world need another podcast where three fat white guys review nerdy movies? Probably not. You know, they're going to get one anyway. But <laughs> what if one what if one fat nerdy white guy reviews movies with his friend who's black and, a, and the other friend that's a girl? it's a whole new world that's right mind blown so yeah thank you for the compliment but we don't think we're great at all but we do like to uh, put a lot of effort in for literally no payback so it's great all right last question brett from dissect that film you heard him on the show a few weeks ago talking about last voyage of damita with us what is the main reason behind the no weeks off motto i thought we talked about that I don't, we never really gave a reason behind it. We know why we do, we, we said we do it. I think, I think consistency plays a huge part in why we've lasted for nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this a couple of times, I think in the past where, you know, you get this idea in your head that you're going to start a podcast or you're going to do something and then you don't really set a schedule and you keep putting it off. And then you're like, Oh, I don't really feel like doing it this week. I'm going to do it next week. And then next week turns into next week. And then eventually you're a month away before you release an episode. And I think part of our success is that we have a a schedule and we stick to it. And there's never a time where we let the other people kind of just be like, no, we're not recording all together. Yeah. um, We're kind of jerks to each other, but we force ourselves to do stuff. So Mark Ellis. I'm sorry. The question was why, why do we never take a week off? Why do we never take a week off? Uh, because Joey won't let us, uh, I've been, <laughs> I've been picketing for a week off for the past eight and a half years. Uh, but, uh, Joey won't let me. So I'm here. Um, no, I, I don't know. It, it felt like just something that was kind of cool. You know, we did it for a year, like, Holy shit. We did a new episode every week for a year and then two years and then three years. And then once you get around the dial, it's hard to like, once you get the streak going, it's hard to be like, you know what? Why don't we just take a week off and just forget about it? You kind of want to keep the streak going. So now we're just feeding the monster. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure if one day something came up and we're like, hey, you know what, guys, why don't we just take the week off? I'm sure that will happen. But until that moment comes, uh, you're going to get a new one every week. I apologize, <laughs> America. 
that that's what I said earlier. It would have to be something catastrophic would have to happen for us to take a week off. So uh, honestly, when we first started and it was like me and Tom planning the show before it started, it was really about we were scared to take a week off because we were afraid that disappearing for a week would lose listeners. <laughs> I know now that's not true in the world of podcasting. Like you can be monthly, you can be biweekly, like that's okay. But at the time we were like, well, we got to do this every week. And we, if we don't have one every week, people are going to go listen to something else. So um, that's kind of where it started. And like Mark said, once the ball's rolling and you, now you're three years deep balls deep on uh, not taking a week off, like you can't take a week off now. Right. And now we use it as like part of our like shit, like now we can't take a week off, you know, but that's really where it came from was, you know, just being afraid to take a week off. And I think one of the shows that we kind of modeled a little bit of what we basically stole their entire fucking format was uh, Jeff's Geek League podcast uh, was weekly and they never took a week off. They may have actually on the holidays, but generally they were there like 50 weeks a year. And we were like, well, we, we can do that. We have to do that. We can do that. Right. <laughs> so we were like, well, we can do 52 weeks a year instead of 50. <laughs> we don't take fucking holidays off. But yeah, that's kind of where that came from. You know, it was just like the fear of that. And, and as a podcaster, and then when I talk to other people who do podcasting and they ask questions about like, they're just starting out and they're, they want to do a schedule. Like when should we record? How often should we release? Uh, to me, if you don't care about when your show comes out, why would a listener care about when your show comes out? The, the, the people who should care the most about the behind the scenes of the podcast are the fucking people that make the podcast. Right. <laughs> so like, to me, I give a fuck that, that it comes out every week. I want it there every week. I want it to be there for our listeners and it's important to me. So, you know, every week there's going to be a show. If you put out a show in like January and then disappear until August, like who gives a fuck about your podcast at that point? Like, or, you know, you put out consistently for like six or seven weeks and then you disappear for two months and you come back for two weeks and then you disappear for three months. And then like, it, it, you have to have a consistent schedule you just have to, there's no other way to build something without it. And Unfortunately, we picked the hardest consistent schedule. <laughs> <laughs> right? We couldn't do every two weeks. No, 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 no. Honestly, if we went back in time, we probably never would have committed like verbally about it. You know, we would have given ourselves a cushion, like an occasional week off. Hashtag occasional week off. <laughs> um, I think the holiday ones are the hardest, but I think we do a good job of recording around them. Secret uh, behind the scenes, uh, sometimes we'll double record so we can give ourselves a week off and you don't even know. So sometimes you got to record early to do jujitsu by Nicolas Cage so, oh, God. on a Thanksgiving week. <laughs> but that's it. Those are all the listener questions. Uh, thank you guys for sending them in. I appreciate it. Um, Hope you guys got some info about the show, a little bit behind the scenes. And now we're going to jump into the main event, and that is our top five movies we have reviewed in the last nine years on the podcast. We're going to start with number five. We're going to count down to one. And we also, before we get into the best, we have the worst. So just one movie is the worst movie we reviewed on the show in nine years. Uh, special asterisks. Uh, sometimes we pick bad movies and make the others watch them. We haven't done one in a while, but it's, it's an occasional series. Um, so all those are removed. You cannot pick Dino King or, you know, <laughs> DOA dead or alive. Twilight. Or any of them, Twilight, any of the grease Two, kiss meets the phantom of the park. You can't pick any of those movies that we did on purpose. Like it has to be something we, we saw as part of a regular review that you did turn around and be like, this is absolute shite. So Markellis Reagan's, what is the worst movie? You have watched in nine years of podcasting. Well, since you removed the uh, the the movies that were our, the I hate you now watch movies, <laughs> that only leaves a few. Uh, the worst movie I watched on this show for this show has to be, and I'm sorry, Aubrey, it's your boy Tom Hardy is Capone <laughs> in Capone. Oh my god, that was a nightmare to get through. And uh, you know, I like Tom Hardy. I like the idea of uh, Josh Trank getting a second bite at the uh, filmmaking apple, but ooh, that would that was not it. That was not it. That is a horrible film. Uh, so yeah, that was easily one of the worst mainstream movies that we watched on the show. That was uh, one of those movies we watched during COVID when there was nothing coming out in theaters and we were clawing and scratching for 
anything to review. That was a new release. That movie is awful. An excellent pick, Margellis. Aubrey Litchfield. So this was tough because I I wanted to pick a Neil Breen movie, but I feel like that's kind of copping out. So I I eliminated Neil Breen from my list. It's to choose him. Uh, and I'm going to go with Thunder Force. <laughs> yes. Because that movie was hot garbage. Hot garbage. And it had no business being hot garbage. It was hot fucking garbage. Wow. That, again, another COVID year movie. That was absolute shit. I guess it's a, that was a bad year for, uh, for movies, guys. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, my pick, and I had to bite my tongue earlier because Aubrey brought it up, and that is Independence Day, colon, <laughs> resurgence. That was, that was in my uh, honorable mentions for worst movies, yeah. Um, yeah, I, Independence Day is in my top ten movies of all time. It's actually in my top five movies of all time, and you can make fun of me all you want about it. I don't give a fuck. I love that movie. I watch it every year on uh, Independence Day, and sometimes I just watch clips from it when I need a pick-me-up, so... Uh, I love that movie. I love it. And I was so excited. There was going to be a sequel and it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It's bad. It's boring. It's shitty. And I, I will never forget this as long as I live. Uh, the movie ended and I went to see it with my daughter and she just turned to me and said, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that pretty much sums up the worst movie I've seen in nine years of this podcast. And there's many more, but that was definitely the worst one. Think about all those terrible movies we've seen, and this these are the worst ones. So, uh, whew, Jurassic World Dominion ain't walking through that door, fans. You know, I will find good things about almost any of the movies. Even, even well, <laughs> I was gonna say even Thunder Force, but no, I can't. I got nothing. Well, I mean, at least that one had um, sweaty Bryce Dallas Howard in a tank top. But oh, the Jurassic Park one, yeah, yeah. It's hard to get through, you know, three hours of a movie just on that alone, but. All right, enough about the bad. We're celebrating the good today. We're going to count down our top five movies we have reviewed on the podcast. And maybe we'll have some honorable mentions. Maybe we won't. Number five, Aubrey Litchfield. What is the fifth best movie we have reviewed on the podcast? So I went with things that surprise me um, instead of like, wow, that was the best movie in the entire world. Like I, I'm, I, picked movies that I was surprised that I would I really enjoyed. So my fifth movie is gonna be Dino the Invisible King. Man. <laughs> no. oh. It's it's gonna be the Invisible Man. Um I was surprised that I actually really liked the Invisible Man. And I think that uh what's her face did really good in it. I thought it looked really good. It was a good story. I bought the book afterwards. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Invisible Man. Wow. In my brain right now, I'm like, that's way too scary for Aubrey to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's another reason why I was so surprised that I liked it. And it was it was really good. You are not wrong. I remember walking out of that movie and being like, why was that so fucking good? <laughs> like, I was not expecting that to be so good. Marcellus yeah. yep. Reagans. OK, so number five. Uh, the movies that we reviewed on the show, I'm going to give it to Don't Hate Me, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Ugh. I love no, that. This movie. is not supposed to be the worst movies we did, Mark. <laughs> I don't care. I love that movie. Out of all of the movies that we watched, uh, my list looked pretty similar, so I had to find something to break it up. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, I will defend that movie to the end of time. I don't care what anyone says. It's You can look at it and hate it. I'll look at the same thing and I'll love it. That's just the way the world works. Star Wars, Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Jesus. Oh, we're not getting into this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll um, go from the worst of the sequel trilogy to the best of the sequel trilogy, because my number five is Star Wars, colon, The Force Awakens. I know people don't like the sequel trilogy overall. I still think this is in my top three Star Wars movies of all time. I love it. Um, it's everything that goes with it on top of that, though. It's the pageantry. It's the trailers. It's the experience in the movie theater. It's getting to see these star brand new Star Wars movie with my kids. Uh, my daughter and I saw it three times in the movie theater. I saw it once in 4K laser IMAX. Um, it was a wild time. And I actually do think it's a great movie. I think it sets up a lot of cool stuff. 
how you feel about whether that stuff got paid off correctly is a whole nother podcast. But for the most part, um, cool characters that I liked um, and the greatest hits of episode four. <laughs> exactly. The movie is basically episode four redux and you're putting it in your top three Star Wars movies. Yes, I have it at number three. Yeah, that says a lot more about you than it does about the movie. <laughs> well, I mean, somehow Palpatine returns. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and I don't care. I know that's kind of a controversial opinion. It wasn't controversial the year it came out, but as we get farther away from that, it's a little controversial. I really don't give a fuck. I thought it was awesome. So Force Awakens is my number five. Going on to number four, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm going to go with... Um... That's a tough one. Uh, Probably Rogue One along the Star Wars trend. I really loved Rogue One and I was surprised by how much I loved Rogue One and it's because it doesn't have the happiest of endings. Um, (laughs) It does not have a happy ending at all. (laughs) Yeah, so I I really enjoyed that because I was like, finally, we're not, you know, throwing up a smoke screen about life here. This is this is what really happens in a rebellion. Um, so I'm, I was really excited about that. I really loved Rogue One. Definitely one of my favorite movies. I also love Rogue One, but I like Force Awakens more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we know how Mark feels about Star Wars. Uh, Rogue One, Mark Ellis, anywhere close to your list? I love Rogue One. Well, not close to my list, but I love that movie. Love Rogue One. That's a, that's a badass movie. I feel like for me and you, Mark, once we had one Star Wars movie on the list, then the rest are just gone. Like you're not going to pick a second one. So, <laughs> right. What's your number four, Mark? So my number four is a movie that surprised me also as I started watching it and I wasn't quite sure what the hell was going on. But the more that I watched it, the more I kind of tuned into the frequency and wound up really loving it. So my number four is Psycho Goreman. No. <laughs> I had a really good time watching that movie, and I was surprised that it's so unique and funny and just weird as shit. I've it still bugs me. Why is Psycho Gorman walking around like Alan Grant from Jurassic Park? Like, why is because. he because Alan Grant? Exactly because. <laughs> exactly. There, there is, there isn't a reason. It's just because. It's so strange, but that lives in my brain. So, uh, yeah, I love that movie. If you haven't seen it, Psycho Gorman is ridiculous, uh, and it's definitely made for a certain you have to be a fan of certain type of movies in order to really get it uh but i think it's hilarious and amazing awesome i don't remember if you liked that aubrey um no i didn't it was not my it was not my cup of tea where were we just now talking about hottest takes on the show aubrey's terrible uh (laughs) review of psycho gorman it's gotta be up there (laughs) all right my number four um this is tough when it's only five, you know what I mean? Like when you're only picking five movies, but uh, Spider-Man colon into the Spider-Verse is my number four movie of all time that we reviewed on the podcast. Um, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. This movie is basically a love letter to Spider-Man <laughs> and it looks gorgeous with incredible, crazy art style that we'd never seen before on screen. I remember being slightly excited for it and then walking out of the movie theater blown the fuck away. <laughs> like, me and both kids, we all went to see it and we were, we're all in the same boat. Like we wanted to see it. We like Spider-Man, you know, we like superheroes, um, but we weren't like jumping off a bridge to go see it. But then afterwards we were just like, holy shit, that was amazing. Uh, so yeah, into the Spider-Verse is my number four. Number three, Aubrey Litchfield. Uh, I'm going to go with the Woman King. What? I was really surprised about how much I liked that movie. I thought it was so well done. And and so I think it deserves that praise because it, it definitely didn't get as much attention as I felt it should have. That movie was so good. Yeah, I got stonewalled at the Oscars somehow. Like uh, That was really surprising because uh, I, I mean, all three of us, when we reviewed it, all kind of agree with you. Like, it was, I was also really surprised at how much I liked it and I thought it was awesome. So <laughs> I thought I was going to think it was boring and instead I really liked it. And well, they the did more a good I job. think about did, it, the more I like it. They did a good job of ba- balancing out um, action and drama. So, yeah. you know, if, if you started to get like, oh, all right, too much talking, then we got right into fighting again. So <laughs> awesome. That is a great poll, Aubrey. I was not expecting that. Your list is as surprising as these movies were to you. Uh, Mark Ellis Reagan's number three. 
you know, I knew Aubrey was going to pick Woman King because I remember how surprised she was that she liked it. So this makes perfect sense to me. My number three is also Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I I remember they showed like a a little clip of the movie at the end of Venom. I want to say the first Venom movie. So if you watch Venom and you stay to after the credits, they they play the clip of of Into the Spider-Verse. And, you know, I had seen the commercials, but I stayed and I wanted to watch it on the big screen. And when I saw it on the big screen, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. Uh, so when I went to see it in the theaters, I thought it was just an amazing blend of a superhero movie that feels like a comic book. It feels like you're actually reading a comic book, even though it's done in animated form. Uh, classic story, great characters. It's a just a real cinematic achievement. And the fact that it's animated, I, I think gets a lot of people won't get into it but i tell you do that every time i watch that movie oh my god the scene with miles and his dad oh god it, it can't cannot get teary-eyed um, watching that scene so i love that movie i sequel something else but i love the first uh spider-verse movie oh i loved the sequel too i just it wasn't gonna make my top five of the last nine years but <laughs> yeah you are 100 right it does look like a comic book threw up on the movie screen in the best way possible yes all right, my number three is my entry from probably the defining franchise of the entire nine years of this podcast, and that would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. My number one MCU movie came out a few months before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But we also did not review movies for the first year and a half we were on the podcast. The first movie we reviewed was Avengers Age of Ultron. And I think we may have been like 60 or 70 episodes in at that point. <laughs> right. Uh, so don't worry, because that's not the movie I'm picking because that movie sucks. But Avengers colon Infinity War is my number three movie of the entire nine years we've been reviewing movies. I think this is well, I have it as my number two. MCU movie of all time. I mean, I'm a huge Empire Strikes Back fan, so taking all of the heroes that you have grown to love over the last 10 years of the cinematic universe and putting them in the worst situation possible uh, with high stakes, and it just it's, it was an impossible task. Somehow the Russos pulled it off. I think it's awesome. I still watch it every now and then. I still watch uh, Infinity War. There's, there's so, some movies in MCU I definitely don't ever rewatch re again, but I will watch Infinity War Every now and then, I, I just I think it's great. I think it is great. So that is my number three. So now it's time for number two. We're getting down to the nitty gritty, Aubrey. What's your number two? My number two is going to be uh, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I absolutely loved that movie. I know you guys didn't like it as much as I did, but I was so surprised by how much I liked it because I hated the other two Thor movies. That is a fair assessment. I do not like the other two Thor movies. I will say, uh, if anyone's listening, please don't think me and Mark hate Thor Ragnarok because I love that movie. It's just not on my top five of the last nine years. I happen to love all of the Thor movies with the exception of Love and Thunder. That one I just kind of like. But the other three I love. I don't I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> Markellis Reagans, your number two. So yeah, this making this list was really tough. <laughs> yeah, I know it was not easy. Yeah. So my number two and number one like swap places like you know for days. Uh, but kind of piggybacking on on Joey, uh, my number two is Avengers Endgame oh. <laughs> because I you're right, Joey. The uh, Infinity War is a is a great setup. My main concern was how are they going to land this plane after all of the movies that came before it. And it seemed like an impossible challenge and it's a super long movie. And I will, I will readily admit infinity war is a better movie than Endgame. But for me personally, seeing how they landed the plane uh, was a much more satisfying experience. So uh, Avengers Endgame is definitely, I think one of the best Marvel or be one of the best MCU movies. So that's why it's my number two. I, I don't dislike Endgame, and I know there are people that do not like it at all. Uh, Nick, we're looking at you. And um, I, it's fine. I know the movie has warts all over it, and I don't give a fuck. So, I mean, I love it. <laughs> right. it's, it's great, but it's 
it's it's a it's a MCU fan service for three hours. So if that's not for you, then don't watch it. You know. <laughs> All right, my number two, Psycho Gorman. Wow. Uh, go, sticking to kind of what Aubrey's been doing, uh, I had zero expectations for this movie. Uh, it was a movie we had to do because of you know COVID again coming right rearing its head covid throwing all sorts of monkey wrenches into the schedule i saw a quick trailer and a preview for it and i said fine we can fucking do that looks looks like something that would be in our wheelhouse and i absolutely love it it's like my brain broadcasting onto a tv screen it is my sense of humor um all sorts of things i love there's people in rubber suits fighting there's absolutely nonsensical humor kids in danger 80s movie stuff i mean it's a love letter to 80s horror movies and kids and power rangers and stuff so it's it's great and it's really funny um it's free it's it's on shutter it's free on shutter but obviously you have to pay for shutter um and, and i think it's like four bucks to rent it on amazon like i can't recommend it enough if you're like what is your personality? And I would be like, here, just watch this movie. <laughs> it's just really funny. And I, I loved it so much. But I think if you watch the first like five minutes of this movie and you're not bought in, just shut it off. Right. I bought a $50 limited edition Blu-ray <laughs> of this movie <laughs> that came with trading cards and stuff. So um, obviously I loved it. But yeah, I, I mean, I was just blown away. I was surprised when I watched it and then I've watched it maybe like seven or eight times since. And it, every time I love it, uh, it reminds me a lot of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know, I always find something new funny in it. So I, there's when he's uh, sad in the restaurant because <laughs> he's just drink holding his soda. <laughs> Boy, the camera like lingers on him. Fucking slays me every time. Um, the brain kid. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> great fucking movie. Psycho Gorman. Uh, just a shock out of nowhere to me, but the second best movie we reviewed on the podcast. Yeah. I just want to say that that one, that one of the other deciding factors of what movies I put on this list is how readily am I ready to purchase the Blu-ray of the movie? And, uh, like you, Joey, I bought the, uh, <laughs> expensive Canadian, uh, Psycho Gorman, uh, Blu-ray disc. Because uh, it's worth it. <laughs> the movie is worth the, the few extra coins uh, because it's so amazing. Yeah. And I wanted to support the filmmakers. You know, I I, yep. I watched it. Um, on, I bought it on Amazon uh, for like five bucks when we first watched it. Then when my son, I wanted my son to watch it. I paid another five bucks to rent it again. I could have watched it on Fire Stick. I didn't want to. I wanted to make sure they got money. And then I bought that fucking expensive Blu-ray. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, the number one movie to you that we have reviewed across nine years of podcasting, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I think it was super emotional. It was it was beautifully done. I don't remember having any problems with it for the most part. Um, and yeah, I still watch it. I still can watch it all the way through and not be bored. Awesome. I love that movie. It was hard for me to leave it off, but I like Infinity War better, and I wanted to only have one from each franchise. <laughs> awesome pick, Aubrey. Markellis Riggins. Uh, so I didn't care about not uh, picking a movie from each franchise. So my number one movie, and it's probably not going to surprise anyone, is Black Panther. That movie had a lot to live up to. And again, if there was like, you know, people storming the castle for like a Blue Beetle movie, you know, if you just put a guy in a Blue Beetle suit, people will love it. Um, but Black Panther is, you know, it does what it set out to do, but it's also a really amazing script. It is a solid, solid story with amazing characters and just, just an unbelievable experience at the movies. It was breathtaking. The only nitpick is, uh, you know, the CG <laughs> battle at the end but you know you can say that about almost any movie uh today jesus the flash you know that's that's a whole nother conversation you can but, say what you want but the cg in black panther is better than the cg in the flash oh yeah of course but black panther came out years ago the flash was just last year and the cg is it's not like it's not like black panther and killmonger just stopped fighting while like dead-eyed fucking t'chaka appeared <laughs> 
and just stood there all CG. So yeah, so I think Black Panther works on multiple levels, but the the main thing about it is that it works as a superhero movie, a long awaited superhero movie that lives up to the hype. So uh, yeah, that's my number one. All right, it's time for my number one movie of the last nine years. And the only real question was whether this was going to be number two or number one. And I spent the last couple days just kind of flip-flopping them. And at the end of the day, I think this is the best movie I've watched in the last nine years of this podcast. And it's everything, everywhere, all at once. (laughs) Wow, I thought for sure it was going to be Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I thought that was coming. <laughs> Honorable mention for Bodies, 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 just to fuck <laughs> with Mark. But um, I, you know, this is, it's just, what more can be said about this movie? It's almost swept the Oscars last year. Um, it's just a really inventive sci-fi action movie with a lot of heart and family stuff in it. And, and, and I just I loved every minute of this movie. And much like Aubrey said, I knew I was pretty sure I was going to like it because obviously Michelle Yeoh um, and I like sci fi movies and action movies. But I was just stunned leaving the theater after watching it, how good it was. Um, and I made the family watch it and my wife and my son hated it. So <laughs> <laughs> but again, I don't question my wife's taste in things. She inexplicably wants to spend the rest of her life with me. So. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, what else needs to be said about this movie other than flat out the best movie I've seen in nine years of podcasting. Wow. That is high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, when we've seen stuff like, uh, men, it's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Those are our top five movies of the last nine years. Uh, like I said, at the top of the show, we're not going to thank anybody because we're going to miss somebody. Somebody's going to get mad and just know that we love all of you. Everyone that listens, everyone that helps us out, everyone that's been a guest on the show, a friend, anything. We love all of you. It's insanity. It's absolute insanity that, uh, any of this happens to us just because we watch movies. So, you know, any, uh, recommendations, Aubrey Litchfield, any last thoughts? No, not really. <laughs> that's the most Aubrey statement you've made all night <laughs> Mark Ellis Rankins you know I think it is kind of not funny but there's something very quirky about the fact that we've been doing this for nine years and we're still pretty much doing it the exact same way like we're still using uh, Skype when it works uh, <laughs> we're still using like the same microphones and mixers and all of that stuff but podcasting has become a thing I mean, I'm sure you're aware there's a gazillion podcasts in the world. Thank you for spending some time with us, our crazy little podcast. Uh, But if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, the resources are there and it's super easy now. Um, The technology uh, has jumped so far in these nine years that all of the different elements that we do now, you can probably find in one place. So, yeah, you know, if you like movies, if you like to talk about anything, you know, you want to do a podcast. Go for it. Why not? Don't let your co-host talk you into doing no weeks off. (laughs) Well, other than that, go for it. Don't make racist videos and then blame (laughs) it on being tired. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, the only other thing I can really say is I want to give a shout out to Adam, uh, who is the fourth member of the team who's not here right now um, because he's got a lot of shit going on. And we all do. But, uh, you know, Adam runs our YouTube channel and we would not have a YouTube channel without Adam. There's no way in hell that I would have the time to do any of that. Mark and Aubrey won't be on camera. And um, I don't even know how to edit video or any of that shit. And I don't like interviewing people. I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable and I'm not good at it. (laughs) So thank God for Adam who is a guy that puts in a lot of work uh, for the show and he runs a website is a lot of stuff behind the scenes on top of doing the uh, YouTube channel and trying to keep his wife happy and going to the gym so he can look buff and the stuff. So, you know, shout out to Adam. Um, You know, what else can really be said? Nine years of this, uh, you know, I was in a band back in the day. It lasted four years. Um, It, uh, it taught me a lot. 
about uh, marketing. It taught me a lot about how to manage a group of people in a creative endeavor. And that has certainly helped fuel this. But uh, I've now done this almost twice as long. And I feel pretty damn good about it. I feel pretty proud of it. I love you guys. You're my best friends. And um, hey, you know, we'll be back with more movie reviews. <laughs> so we greatly appreciate you guys for listening, being our friends, anything like that. I just, I, I can't describe it in words. You, you spend an hour with us each week. Uh, it means the world to us. So thank you so much. And that is going to do it. That has been nine years of So Is Her podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Thank you. So long. Thanks for all the fish. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, I will still, in my heart of hearts, blame Jeff Carter and Tom uh, for this journey. <laughs> it is all their fault. It is. Uh, but I love you guys. Uh, everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. Mark's been waiting uh, weeks for me to say this, but guys, year 10 starts now. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. I have no freaking idea what we're reviewing, but we'll be here. You know it. Good journey. <laughs>